Good morning, and let the Monday morning ruckus begin right now. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne, bringing you things you might have heard for this day, or technically the last three days. But today is Monday, August 22nd, 2022. We're going to recap of the weekend's worth of news from Friday morning to early this morning and give you 13 shots to your dome of great news coverage, things that you may have missed in the big-time news stuff. Although, though, to be honest, it wasn't really a big old massive amount of news happening. That's something that overtook anything, but these are the stories that you deemed that although they were on the smaller edge edge that you deemed were most conversational talk about and we got 13 of the top 30 of, of about 92 or so stories you posted over the weekend for more details on how you make all that support go to our website this is a conversation project.com where you can find details on how to get in the feeds and how to help keep things going and just some of the general things that we have going on at the conversation project so let's get into the news we've got a lot to get into this morning let's start off with this one right here and there are no in particular order but this one right here was the number two story for the weekend and it came out early friday with the release of the new manti teo untold a documentary on netflix manti teo's wife lets the world knows that she exists amid released netflix documentary of course manti teo is a basically a you know Good, 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 good football player. Uh, but basically, he was what, a massive uh, hit coming out of college and doing very well right now in the NFL. But the story that really got to us is the fact that Mantel Teo had this long-going girlfriend who didn't exist. This is a football player. This is a star in the college ranks who was getting catfished by someone well out in the middle of nowhere that he thought he had a long-term relationship with, just long distance. Uh, because of the weirdness of the story. It became the main focus of his rookie year as opposed to his actual stats. His wife, his actual wife, the person he actually is married to and lives in a house with, want the world to make sure that they do understand she is a real person, even though people are bringing up the old thoughts from the documentary of the longtime girlfriend who literally did not exist. Story number two, TikTok conspiracy theorists think Anne Hesh was murdered for child trafficking film. We want to celebrate and let the spirit of Anne Hesh just kind of live on, do her thing, and just kind of be, be released. Apparently, we aren't that popular in our in our thought process because a bigger we wants to keep Anne Hesh alive in a theory that the whole, you know, uh, high on coke, crash into a house thing was basically her being rolled into the frenzy because she was actually murdered. It was all the setup. She was actually killed because of a film she did. Click the link in the description to go deeper into the story. But this is something that you have to worry about the TikTok folks for. Yes, we always say kind of, you know, there's the, you know, white supremacy stuff, the racism stuff, uh, the, the bad fad diet stuff. But there's also this stuff. Conspiracy theories are all over place in TikTok, a place that we actually have a channel and we can't figure out what to do with it because it just doesn't seem like it makes any sense watching people dance and lip sync all day long and then, you know, come up with weird conspiracy theories and just, you know, just make peak sauce because that makes no sense. But there's a conspiracy theory going on to TikToks where people who are into that thing think Anne Hesh was probably murdered. It wasn't an accident. It wasn't a you know, a, a a snap of mental a mental break or anything. It was essentially a setup to kill her because of a film she did involving child trafficking. You can be the judge. I judge. This is kind of crazy. Kim Kardashian admits to using Pete Davidson because she was DTF before her reportedly he poorly dumped her. Now, this was actually the biggest story of the weekend. This was also posted on Friday, so it got massive bumps 
very early and stuck around a whole lot of time. What does this mean for us? Well, Kim Kardashian basically admits that Pete Davidson was essentially a rebound for re the rebounds of all rebounds. She met him at the um, at her taping of Saturday Night Live, and it looked like it was just the weirdest combination that just seemed to work. And because she's Kim Kardashian, she seemed to make it work. And because she was still divorcing Kanye, she had someone there going on. But what she says and what the Pete Davidson sort of the aftermath of this thing, you know, he's kind of crushed what's going on. Basically, she was using him. There was no love. There was nothing but mostly lust on her side. There was no connection that was going on. There was all the sweet moments of Pete Davidson hanging out with uh, Kim's kids and taking them places. But it was all a clever ruse by Kim to just cover up, I would not even say the pain, because there is the term DTF. She basically was just horny and wanted some, and Pete Davidson was there, and then he wouldn't go away. That's the basic part of it until he dumped her in the relationship because thank you, Pete Davidson, for foreseeing what was going on there. This is cruel. This is uh, punishing. This is just bad, bad, bad look on Kim Kardashian. And I've been throwing a lot of love towards Kim Kardashian the last couple of years, especially with her work towards criminal justice stuff. It may seem odd that she's the face of criminal justice. But remember, her dad got OJ off for uh, murder. So remember that she actually has a background in this. She may not be a lawyer, but she's got a background in this. So still so sorry for Pete Davidson. Hopefully um, he's got still got plenty of uh, movies and projects and, and um, commercials in the works. Kim Kardashian, we're going to kind of tamp down on her for a while. Let's move on to the next story. Army praises Nicki Minaj for speaking out against the music industry's purpose, pur purported blackballing of BTS. Yes, Nicki Minaj is in the BTS army. She's saying the Western music world is not loving BTS. They're blackballing them, keeping them out of stuff. They're not winning awards. The last big awards show, they were nominated for six things, came out with zero. And it could be a big part of, you know, there might be some BTS fatigue. And there might be a big issue of the BTS fans are actually getting older and finding other things. So they're not really attached to stuff. Or there might actually be a conspiracy theory against BTS because a lot of people had a lot of backlash against them when they came out being, um, you know, overly manufactured in Korean and just sort of, you know, dancing, popping, doing crafts together, all that kind of stuff. And some people just don't like them because of what they stand for, which is the um, the K-popping of the world, which I have nothing against. I think all the music today is basically crap, so I don't really care. However, Nicki Minaj is out there speaking up for the BTS and those folks saying, you know, maybe the Korean K-pop stuff should not be as hard to get into the awards uh, world. Somehow to be get into the collaboration world should not be such a bad thing. It may be fatigue. It may be time to shift. But uh, it looks like in, in some semblance, they're just not doing as well as they should be doing based on the popularity of the music. It's still popular. Still people standing for BTS all over the world. They're just not winning anything. Mariah Carey's Queen of Christmas trademark upset singers. So Mariah Carey wants to trademark Queen of Christmas. Now, Queen is in the public domain because it's been around for millennia. Christmas, same thing. But the Queen of Christmas, when, when it is a term put together, is something that Mariah Carey wants to put on, you know, T-shirts and ties and donkey sweaters and, and hats and things like that. Because... All I Want for Christmas is You is deemed one of the best Christmas songs in the world. 
if not deemed one of the worst Christmas songs in the world. It is one of the most ubiquitous songs in the world. And because it's turned over, she's basically taken over Christmas with that song. She wants to be known as the Queen of Christmas. Now, there are other performers who perform around Christmas time or Christmas stuff who have been known as Queens of Christmas in the past. But Mariah Carey wants to officially trademark the stuff so she can make money off the name officially. Will that work? Probably not. But uh, it's keeps Mariah Carey. And this is one of the top story top stories that we had from the listing of 90 or so over the weekend. So lots of debate over Mariah Carey and her Christmas queenery. I personally think All I Want for Christmas is You is a terrible song, but I will sing it in the shower all season long because you can't, it's it's an earworm. You just can't get rid of it. It's it's one of those things. Box office, Dragon Ball Super, superhero, crushes Idris Alba's Beast with $21 million debut. Not really a big weekend for movies. I guess we're now getting into the phase where summer is basically over and we're seeing a lot with um, school starting. Literally, school started for my kid uh, last week and school starts for the entire um, city here for all the districts, basically all on the run th th this week. So now that you're back into back to school mode, uh, it's hard to just call things summer blockbusters. And these are two movies that were kind of looked off for. Dragon Ball Super, of course, Dragon Ball Z fans all into that one. And, and, and Beast, something that has been teased for a while, and it's something we don't have a lot of. I mean, um, we did have um, um, the uh, Nick, uh, DiCaprio fighting with the bear a few years ago, but things like this are movies we don't have a lot of these days because green screens and all that other stuff. But this is a movie that was kind of anticipated. I didn't see a movie this weekend, so I can't say I put my hat my my hat into this thing. But we saw what happened was happening is a lowering of the standards for the box office. Until next big thing comes up, I think Marvel has a couple things coming up before the end of the year. Uh, there's no real big um, event movies that I can think of, at least like I can think of off the top of my head going forward. Until there is one, we won't see big box offices for a couple months. Three Arkansas law enforcement officers suspended after arrest after arrest beating caught on video this is something that's developing this is something that we don't know a lot about but i finally got a chance to watch the video i posted this late uh in a filler part late in the evening just kind of put something out there when i saw saw the headline and i sought to see the video um disturbing is a word and it's a word that definitely defines this one um and the 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 suspect is of um hispanic uh, uh descent uh there are three officers that look like they're white in the um in the video and they are beating the hell out of this guy they are punching him in the head they're kicking him they're doing what they can he's a he is assist uh, he is um resisting arrest there you go he's not he's not eagerly putting on the handcuffs there you go he's getting a beat down from hell that's not the way it ought to be you probably see the video if you click the link for the story um that they've updated the cleaner videos of of that um it's it's um not dash cam video. It's basically somebody with a cell phone around the corner of the gas station in um, this, I'll say Podunk, some Arkansas, some Podunk place in Arkansas, from what we can tell. It's no place I ever heard of until I saw the story and saw the Chiron with the actual place on it. So this thing is going to develop. The thing is bigger. This thing is already national news. It is. Uh, it happened. It got happened yesterday. It got. We posted it late yesterday evening, and national news is covering it um, in bits and pieces, showing the video. This is going to go on for a while. New York Supreme Court rule new 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 York North Carolina Supreme Court rules against gerrymandered legislature. As a person who in this year twenty twenty two is kind of in the meh phase of voting and and finding representatives because it's becoming increasingly clear that 
you know, my, my half joke that, you know, your vote doesn't count is not so much a half joke anymore because everything is literally rigged against everything. And so here's one chance of a rigged case being unrigged or being unfixed, if you will. The Supreme Court from North Carolina is saying their legislature, the gerrymandered um, map for voting, ain't happening, can't happen. So they have to go back to the drawing board, literally, and fix it so it's not gerrymandered to make more literal Republican and white-ish uh, voting zones than minority voting zones, literally trying to you know bulk it up so that there's less ways for minorities and people who don't go against the status quo to have their say and make any change and put people in there who represent them because the numbers are literally skewed. Like I said, this is a year where I am just sort of defeated in the voting section because hopefully in November I'll be that'll be fixed. But I am just so what everything it is, it's just ridiculous. Jamie Foxx says film in which he stars as a racist white cop and Robert Downey Jr. as a Mexican man will likely not release due to state of comedy. Now, here's a story that we can go deeper into it. It's even worse than it sounds. Yes, Jamie Foxx is in white face and Robert Downey Jr. is in Mexican face. Not the first time he's done anything like that. But the problem is this movie was actually filmed like 10 years ago. They did the principal filming 10 years ago, set for release after two years, and it didn't happen. Um, and then set for release after another two years, and it didn't happen. This release after another year, it didn't happen. It was supposed to um, correspond with, I think, Election Day, I think. Um, I'll have to go back and look at the name of the movie. But it was basically supposed to correspond with um, a timeline, a thing happening, and it didn't happen. And they were, oh, All-Star, All-Star. It's called All-Star. It was supposed to go, have, go roll out with an All-Star weekend for basketball. It didn't happen that time. It didn't happen two years later. It didn't happen two years later. And now I guess it's done. I guess it's still relevant. I guess it still makes sense. But because of the state of comedy, i.e. the wokeness stuff going on right now, it probably won't come out. And you know what? That's probably not a bad thing. Sometimes you do a thing and you put it on the shelf. I have a problem with that. I do a thing and I think it's beautiful and I put it out for the world and people hate it. And I, you know, sometimes you do that because you wanted to keep it out there. Sometimes you do something that people are going to hate and just, you use that as a way to get that creative juices going and get that the thought idea and then move on from life. This is a thought that may need to be moved on. Hopefully everybody got paid what they're supposed to be paid for this because I don't think this is a good idea. Judge orders Starbucks to reinstate fired workers who led unionization effort. Sounds like a good idea, right? Well, Starbucks is doing everything they can to squash their union stuff by giving everything they can to people who aren't unionized and leaving the union with exactly what they asked for, and including uh, pushing out some people who were working towards unionization and before that happened, got squashed. The judge is saying these people are unfairly being fired and they need to be back to work. We'll see how well Starbucks reacts to that and gets back on that. DC Films paid Dwayne Johnson 45 times more money than Black for Black Adam than what Marvel paid for Robbie Downey Jr. in Iron Man, bringing back Robert Downey Jr. again. Now, this is something that you can see as kind of a, well, Robert Downey Jr. was at the beginning of a thing that nobody knew was going to really turn turn up, and it happened, and that's, that's just what happened. And on the flip side, Dwayne Johnson is supposed to be doing the same thing for another group, and it's not working out as well, so why are we paying him so much? Black Adam better rock the way this is going. I love me some Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He is a running joke around my properties on, on, on stuff like that. And hopefully I do actually get a chance to meet and work, not just hang out with work with um, Johnson on some venture in the future. Uh, he, he's up to doing a bunch of things. But the big, big deal is he's got a lot more money to play Black Adam, which may or may not 
bomb, of course, and of course, probably will not spark a DC extended universe that's pretty much dead at this point. Maybe it'll turn into a couple sequels, maybe it'll be a franchise going forward, but we have to actually see it first. Shazam and Black Adam, of course, two um, sides of a different coin, uh, based on uh, similar origins, although they go they diverge from there. Uh, uh, Johnson did what he whatever he could to keep Shazam out of the Black Adam universe, keep Black Adam out of the Shazam universe, and it seems to be working with Shazam's being a family ish type thing. And Black Adam is going to be more edgy, more gritty, and he's going to beat some folks up. We will see. I hope this movie. I hope this movie kills. I hope it makes makes money. I don't. I don't think I've seen many of the DC movies because they've been sort of really kind of bad, and I have them invested in the Marvel movies. To be honest, but we're going to see how this one plays out in a few months. Barnes and Noble will only stock best-selling novel art covers. Threatening debut and diverse authors. Sorry for the poor read there, but basically what it means is if you're not in the top three. You're not getting on the shelf. So there'll be less discovery of new authors and for diverse authors who are not, you know, top tier. But if you if somebody wanders around in the millions of books that are in the bookstore and picks one up, they may walk off with it. And Barnes and Noble is looking at stocking less books because there's less people buying books in the bookstore. So they're looking at their inventory and they're stocking only top hardcovers. And this really was a story we posted earlier in last week where it was noted that they're only posting top children's authors and then it turned to no just top best selling hardcovers period top sellers good hot cover uh their coverage now for the um paperbacks that's going to be a bit more diverse a bit more open but as far as opening up with the big money hardcover books and the big money out of the box um children's authors that's going to be a bit on the limited side we're sorry about that hbo max removes about 200 episodes of sesame street we had various stories on this one on a long way as well. HBO Max pulling all sorts of things off of their shelves, their digital shelves, if you will. This is a coming sign of the apocalypse of streaming where a lot of people writing commentary where <coughs> they say, well, maybe we should not have given up on all that physical media so quickly to deal with streaming because it'd be on Netflix and then Netflix will shuffle it out for a while. Or HBO Max has a bunch of things up now. They're shuffling things out. HBO Max is saying they're shuffling things out because it's cost saving. It's moving things off that aren't popular, moving things off that aren't relevant. These 200 episodes of Sesame Street are older episodes that may or may not stand up as well as other episodes, specifically. specifically. But Sesame Street gets a big hit on this one because they're pulling 200 episodes of what is a children's show. And HBO Max brought, literally bought Sesame Street as a way of saving Sesame Street from itself the money wasn't coming in so hbo came out with it and they produced the new episodes first for hbo hbo max and then they go to pbs about a, a three weeks after they've been run as a first run show now hbo is uh, pulling this along with various other things combining other properties they bought it's the warner it's the warner brothers discovery thing with the big merger and kind of pulling things together throwing things out they're basically looking to cut costs looking to basically trim the fat and make sure things are working as slimly as possible that's what we have right here Let's talk about this teaser story, which we've had in various places, basically each individual car maker. But once again, we're going to bring up many car makers because all like this, this title says BMW, GM and Toyota. Many auto giants are making uh, people pay subscriber fees for basic features. Basic features may not seem like basic features, but if you have heated seats and a lot of things like that, you've got to pay the BMW folks. You got to pay Toyota a fee for your heated seats to work because you know heated seats in your car cost money 
which they don't actually cost money. They don't cost them any money after they've been put in there. But they're for various things like uh, the unlocking features on your super duper stereo thing or whatnot. They're allowing people to use these things for a extended fee. Doesn't sound like a great idea to me, but they've got to make some money. So I can't fault them from trying to make some money. And we're paying subscriptions for, like we said, those streaming services. And they're not getting better either. What do you say? What do you think? Engage in the story and we may talk about it for tomorrow's show. Now let's talk about um, some advertising. Because we have to. Because we need to keep this thing going and it takes advertising. It's a lot of work that goes into this uh, this thing here, particularly things you might have heard and other things going on with more better media. And so one way I get my work done and one way that you can get your work done too and help us all out in, this, in, the, in the grand scheme of things is by using a service called Grammarly. This is a conversationproject.com slash Grammarly is your link for the granddaddy of all grammar checkers online. Great writing simplified is what it says and they use AI-powered desktop Windows app and other stuff in the cloud to make it easier to write better stuff. I use Grammarly all the time. I've been using it for uh, many years before it became an affiliate for my stuff. I use it for uh, now that I'm in, in education, I'm in, in the operations of education. Now in education, I use that for writing my proposals, writing my e basic emails so I don't sound like an idiot, uh, writing all sorts of things. I use it for clips and snippets of things in my big writing because that's why I pay for it. And I pay for this. This is something that I don't get any sort of... Um, subsidy for i've been paying for this full price for forever and you should check it out you might think it's a bit expensive but is your writing worth it that's the question check out this is a conversationproject.com slash grammarly and see it today there's also other ways to get sort of discounts on it you can get an enterprise license for your company you can get a license for school for schools and everyone in your school gets a very low discounted version of grammarly you can check that out and see that works for you and your situation uh, right now, go to this. It's a conversation project.com slash Grammarly. This is an affiliate link, so we get a little bit of money back from this. Uh, but I do pay for my Grammarly, and you should think about it as well. So let's go to the websites of note. I said that properly today. We added a website of note because we added another front service. Maybe you'll like it, maybe you won't, but it's there for you just in case. The website, this is a conversation project.com, is our main home for stuff about things you might have heard, and the conversation project brought to you by. MoreBitterMedia.LLC. Facebook.com and Twitter.com are your homes for our feed. So on Facebook, go to This is a Conversation Project and Twitter, TH underscore conversation. And you can see the news stories we post here every 50 minutes or so. As you see them, like them, love them, hate them, share them, engage in the stories. At five in the morning, every single weekday morning, we pull the stories from the previous day. On Monday, we pull them from the previous week, uh, weekend, and we go from there. Now, Monday, we're a bit bigger. We're also on my J. Cleveland Payne Facebook page. We're also on my J. Cleveland Payne Facebook page. I'm also on YouTube page and my J. Cleveland Payne LinkedIn page. So for some extra Google juice for the day, if you will, and longer stuff because we have 90 stories as opposed to 30. Uh, Tuesday through Friday, we'll go through 30 stories across one day. We'll pick from the top 15. There'll be less stories, usually five to nine stories. We went 13 big today and we got it in pretty well. Um, so we're good for that. But this one always goes a little extra long. It is what happens to this one. Uh, we also want you to check out our TikTok, which we'll do some stuff on TikTok soon again. It's, it's a bit frustrating. We're not sure how to make it work, but it's it's fun. It's addicting, but it absolutely makes no sense. Those are my words and my words alone. YouTube.com or actually this is conversationproject.com slash YouTube or YouTube.com slash this the conversation project. We'll get you to our YouTube page. If you're watching this on those pages I just mentioned right now, you want to see this five this week. We're only here on Monday for 
Cleveland Payne, the YouTube page, Cleveland Payne, the profile for Facebook, and the Cleveland Payne LinkedIn page. Um, you want us five days a week, go to our YouTube page on The Conversation Project. Make sure you subscribe to it so you get it. And hit notifications so you get that notification at 5.50 a.m. weekday mornings. And a podcast. We are cheating. We're taking this thing and just pulling the audio and dropping in there into the feed, a new feed uh, inside of my podcast hosting so I can get some use out of that one. So but so if you are a person who wants to drive or just uh, can't really watch this or just think there's something wrong with this, I don't know what's up with that. But you can uh, get the podcast. We trim it up or, or pretty quickly barely trim it up, to be honest. Right after this is done, we pull up, we drop it in there and you get a chance to listen to it. Go to this is a conversation project.com slash podcast and you can see where our links are to get there. Right now, I think the link is just the pod page. The pod page has links to a bunch of other things. We're going to have links to all of uh, where the pods can be cast, all the pods we're going to do here very, very soon. Let's go to today things, which include birthdays. Ty Burrell from Modern Family turning 55 years old on the day. Kristen Wiig, breakout star from Saturday Night Live, doing great things on her own, is 49 on the day. And James Corden, who's leaving us. He's going back to Britain, back overseas, back to home because, I don't know, he's taking all the money he can, I guess. He's going back and he's leaving the late, late show with James Corden. He is 44 years old on the day. Today is World Plant Milk Day. A thing that probably shouldn't exist, but it does for various reasons. So go out there and study, celebrate, have a glass of milk coming from a plant. Milk your almonds, if you will, and see what goes on with that one. Now, there are some reasons for that. And some of them are the fact that literally humans aren't meant to be processing um, milk after, after the age of about five or six. Yet we do it all the time, latte drinkers. And so it is what it is. We do what we do. We get around it by making milk out of um, beans and nuts and things like that. That's my commentary on that one. I'm not sure milk from plants really should exist. I'm not sure nature put it that way. But, you know, if we figured it out, God must have meant us for us to have it or not. Or meant for us to be blasphemous. I'm not quite sure on that one. It's still a coin flip on that one. Let's go out with this one last big old fact. If there's one thing many of us have in common, it's that most of us will be shaving a body part or two this morning. Me, not today, but we did that um, earlier the week. Shaving's a pain in the butt, but at least you didn't have to worry about it before the invention of the razor. There's evidence that 20,000 years ago, sharpened rocks and shells were used for shaving by hunter-gatherer tribes. Since then, almost every culture in history has practiced the removal of facial and body hair. Native Americans use matching pairs of clamshells to pull out hairs one by one. Sounds painful. Sumerians used tweezers, and the Egyptians had razors made of bronze. Ouch. In the Arabian practice of threading, a cotton string was used to uh, encircle hairs one at a time and pull them out. We still do that today, so that painful torture process is still out there. Another approach involved rubbing with sandpaper, like abrasives, that had the side effect of also removing the outer layer of skin. And that sounds like it hurt, but it's what you do for beauty, I guess. This has been Things You Might Not Have Heard for Monday, August 22nd, 2022. My name is still Jay Cleveland Payne, and probably will be if you watch this in the future, even if it's not Monday, August 22nd. Stop by our feeds at The Conversation Project on 
Facebook and TH underscore conversation on Twitter and vote up the stories you think are worthy of the chat, 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 because we like that stuff. Chat them up as best as possible. Uh, make sure you are staying hydrated. Still doing that. Working on lights, doing some light improvements so you see less lights in my eyeballs, uh, but still trying to work on the white balance because there you go. Oh, while you're staying hydrated, stay limber and stay on task as well. We need you around for the great grand things you're doing. Happy, 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 much love to uh, people popping in on the live feed. And if you see the future, pop your name in there in some sort of comment. We'll check it out as well. Big ups to my mentor, Vernon Wells, who are checking out, making sure I'm doing good this morning. And, of course, Christine Wickay for making sure I got up this morning to get this thing done. We will do more of these things tomorrow. Are we talking about heated seats for your BMW? That's all up to you. You let me know in, in by your engagement from things you might not have heard.